Hello, everybody, and welcome to Day Clubbing, all about the ins and outs, the comings and goings at Center Club in Boston, Massachusetts. My name is Ken. I'm your host, and with me, as always, my co-host, Scott. Hello, Scott. Hello. We have a very special guest. Lynn is here today. Lynn, is, uh, as you know, is, is one of the members of the um, acting group, and uh, she's uh, also a singer. So we're going to talk about... Oh, hi, I'm glad to be here. Um, we're glad <laughs> to have you here. We're going to talk all about all about that. Uh, before we begin, though, let me ask you that, Scott. Let me ask you this. Okay. How do you feel about weddings? I like to be invited to one. You once do. In you a while. like. You do. Okay. I have never been invited to a wedding. What? I got kicked out of my brothers. Uh, how about you, Lynn? How do you feel about them? Uh, yeah. Uh, I think it, they're they're really nice to attend. Okay. Yeah. All right. I went to um, a wedding when I was a kid. All right. And that's the only wedding I've been to. My I haven't sister's been, wedding. I haven't been to that many, but I don't like going to weddings. I find them very boring. doesn't matter whose wedding it is. I find them kind of insufferable. And I just found out driving in this morning with my wife that we have two weddings that we have to go to this year. Right. And so what I told her was, I mean, I can't get out of them, but what I told her was, and you, I'm asking you if this seems reasonable or not. That in the future, whenever I meet somebody, I'm going to say something along the lines of, you know, like, hi, I'm, I'm Ken. And on the occasion of us perhaps being friends in the future. Don't invite me to don't your wedding. Don't invite way. me to your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I, if we can get that out. Yeah. But I sure like to sing at one. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I have a friend that might be able to sing for your wedding. Family. Cheap. Would, would be all right, you know. <laughs> sure. Uh, but, but um I, you know, um, I'm not, I guess, into the festive yeah. stuff either. Yeah. You know, I just, you know. I, I wonder if I could pay you to, to swap out for me for these two that I have to go to. No, I don't <laughs> think so. Not me. <laughs> All right. I would, I would like, you know, I would like weddings to be more uh, festive, but, um, you know, like, um, I would like a nice prime rib and, yeah. and things like that, but, uh. You know, how, how I don't know what weddings have been like. You know, they don't, that's expensive. Right. They're very expensive weddings. And having a prime rib or whatever or some good uh, meal. It's just not worth it for me. It's just too much hassle. It's nice, but. Uh, so I'm just, I guess I'm just wondering if that, does that seem a little too forward? Because I think that's the way I'm going to go from now on when I meet people. I tell them uh, no bar. Yeah. At least. <laughs> <laughs> I say, look, it's got nothing to do with you. I'm right. sure you're a lovely person, and I'm sure whoever you choose to marry is also going to be a lovely person. I just right. don't want to be there. That's all. Right. And then we some, can move on. Some, well, some are introverts, and some are extroverts. So if you meet a lot of those, you you know, you might have a lot of things to talk about. I suppose it does seem like um, you would have fun, but I I almost never have fun. And my my wife tells me sometimes. Oh, we had fun at that wedding, and I like, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember sitting there for three hours waiting for it to be over. Yeah. All right, uh, it's time to talk about. So this, uh, we're going to do this thing now at the beginning of the show, uh, Scott, with with our guests. It's called uh, playing favorites, and right. we're going to talk about our favorite things. It's a great way to know people, is to know what they like. Right. Now I don't know what the answer is to, to some of these, so we'll find out. First question is. What is your favorite drink? And we're going to ask Lynn first. Okay. Lynn, what is your favorite beverage? Um, well, 
on the lighter side, uh, I'd have to say rosé wine. Okay. On, a on, nice, a, on a wedding occasion. A, a nice, nice uh, wedding day. A nice rosé. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, that's like a, is that a red wine? What is it's that? It's sort of a light fruity. Okay, it's a light fruity It's between scent. a red and a yeah. white. It's, okay. It's rosé. It's uh, like delicious. the color of light roses. <laughs> What would you What would you pair it with? Uh, a glass of rosé. A uh, fish. A fish. All right. Does that yeah. sound sound about right, Lynn? Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. Uh, All right. Well, that's a, that's a good answer. How about you? What is your favorite drink? A alcoholic beverage. No, any, any kind, kind of beverage. Of drink. Any kind of beverage. <laughs> Orange juice. Orange juice. All right. It's too acidic. Not for I me. I find. Yes. Yeah. Well, I don't drink it too much. So I like yeah, to mix it with I ginger ale. Sure. How about How about you, Ken? Well, I have. Uh, <laughs> When I used to bartend, I used to pour orange juice in a cup and then splash it with soda and make an orange soda out of my uh, Oh, yeah, yep. like orange an orangina. Yeah. Oh, and now you're, now you're talking. <laughs> an orangina is delicious. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, uh, my favorite, I, like uh, we've talked about, I don't drink coffee anymore, but coffee is would clearly be my favorite. Oh, I don't. I drink coffee just to stay awake. The hell with it. I'd get rid of the coffee if I didn't have to stay awake. You know, if I could just not naturally stay awake. Yeah. But because I'm on Abilify, which tires me, you know, makes me sleepy. Coffee's keeping you going. Coffee keeps me going, yeah. But you're saying if that wasn't the case, you wouldn't even drink coffee. That's right. Right. I don't like coffee. Is it too bitter? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's true. But you can throw in milk and, and sugar and all kinds of things. And then it's not bitter. Then it's not bitter. It's good. Right. And it's and a lot sweeter with a little Kahlua. Yeah. Just a tad. Just a bit. With Dunkin' Donuts, I get cream and sugar, and it tastes what's, good. What's better than donuts and coffee? <laughs> Kahlua. <laughs> Thank you. I'll take one. I'll take a coffee and donut. Yeah, what's better than coffee and donuts? Coffee and a cigarette. <laughs> Oh, Something else you could, you're not supposed to. I have. haven't had a cigarette in four days. Now so. that's good. Good news. I'm clapping Very for that. Good. Yeah. I, I'll clap. Good for you, Scott. What are you doing? Yeah. How? What's the? What, what's? I'm on Veracelline, which is okay. the same thing as Chantix. Okay, it makes it easy. Uh, you have to think about it and cut down, and then finally decide. Well, this is it. And it took a couple weeks to get in the right mode to quit, and I did it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Four days, so do you th- I'm on my way. Do you think, like, this is it? You think... Oh, I don't um, know if it'll ever be it. Fin- okay. But... Um, you feel like it's going to be a lifelong struggle? It might be. Wow. All right. You ever smoke, Lynn? No. No. Never. My That's mom, why she's got my mom and dad, voice. My mom and dad uh, were all... Were constantly... They were constant smokers when I was growing up. Yeah. And uh, I was always throwing up the... The, the window sill, you know, I'm throwing mm. up the sash and get letting all the fresh air in. <laughs> right. <laughs> you were never, you never tempted, you were never, um, you never like pressured in high school to try it out or anything? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think there were um, a couple of times where I, you know, I kind of like just acted as though I l- kind of liked it. Yeah. Because well, it was the norm and other kids were trying it. So I said, well, maybe I'll try it. But yeah. I think it, it just makes the young people, they, they look cool. They want to look cool. It looks cool. There's well, no doubt about it. I was 10 years old, I look so cool in the mirror coughing. I mean, geez. <laughs> all right, that's the, that's the one thing that we all have to be honest about. Obviously, it will kill you if you do it. It's a terrible thing to do. Mm-hmm. It's an awful addiction. It'll eat up all your money. But right. you do look cool when you smoke. 
I guess. Nothing, yeah. There's nothing we can do about Give that. Give it up uh, you know, as many yeah, times that's as you can. You know, It'll empty that pocketbook for sure. It sure yeah, will. And you just have to figure out how to look cool in other ways. <laughs> that's all. Right. Well, I do it just, just the natural persona. Right, that, exactly. You know? You're already cool. You I'm don't need the cigarettes. Cool. I'm just cool. All right, well, good luck on it. We'll <laughs> check in next week to see how you're at. But if you're fine now, you'll probably continue to be fine. You know, cigarettes take away from my cool. This is the truth of it. You yeah. Know, cigarettes are not cool. I remember... When I was 10 and I was telling you, I was smoking a cigarette and coughing in the, in the mirror yeah. to see what I looked like, you know, to see, and I didn't look cool. <laughs> but you know what was cool? Yeah. Was snubbing my nose at other people and just going ahead and smoking, you know. And, yeah. You know, being a rebel. Being a rebel. Yeah. There you go. James yeah. Dean. Right. That type of thing. That's okay. Yeah, I guess. So That was my reason for smoking. So here's our next favorite. What is your favorite kind of dog, breed of dog? Oh. Have you have you owned a dog? Yes, but okay. he didn't. He wasn't a breed. He was a mutt. He was a mutt. Okay. But uh, breed, I would say an Irish Setter. Irish Setter. Why? Because uh, they're very friendly dogs. All right. They're very friendly. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're. I think they're great to go running with. One of my girlfriends had one. Mm-hmm. What about you, Lynn? What's your favorite kind of dog? I guess I gotta go with Lassie the collie. Oh, collie's a good. Uh, oh, yeah, border man. collie. I didn't even think collie. Of collie. <laughs> <laughs> collie's a kind of collies used to be a lot more popular Lassie. breed. Yeah, when we were yeah. when Lassie was on TV, collies <laughs> yeah, were the most the, popular breed. Yeah, that hasn't been uh, you know fifty years. Yeah, it was fifty years ago. <laughs> I notice now um, d- different varieties of bulldogs seem to be very popular among people. Well, pugs are. A Pugs, nice, yeah. Nice dog. I like I like those dogs. I like any dog with a mashed up face. I think that's those are fun. <laughs> I had um. Well, they're not bad. You know, they're friendly. Yeah, they're I had nice. a beagle for about twenty years. Oh, but uh, they're not as friendly as other. They, dogs. It wasn't friendly. Didn't like other dogs at all. No. So uh, didn't like other people at all. Yeah, really, right. either. It's not the friendliest dog. No, the beagles are not that friendly. I'm. I was out traveling, and about a hundred of them chasing me down the road. Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> I, I think going. I'm more of a cat person, Ken. Do you have a cat? I did have. You did a have cat a cat for about 14 years. I've never owned. A, I've never owned a cat. Yeah. Um, I've had cats. A lot of cats. They make a really nice comfort pet. You know, they're they're there to greet you right right as soon as you walk in the door. They're, yeah, they're right there. Yeah. And when they want attention, just like the dogs. Yeah, they do it. They yeah. do a lot for you, and and relatively easy to take care of. And, and right. in, Especially in comparison to a dog, which takes a lot more work. Well, yeah, my mother would help take care of it. I would take care of it. We'd yeah, both feed, you know. And my brother was um, supposed to feed the cat one time when we had the cats, and the cat ran off because he didn't get fed. Right. Well, he forgot to feed the cat. That was what happened when we were away <laughs> for a week. A cat's love is very conditional. Yeah, it, it, it's it's about who's feeding it, basically. Yeah, basically. If you don't feed it, it's, but you know, I, I'm. Must have been a year later. I see him. You know, there's railroad tracks behind our house. Yeah, where we lived in our apartment, and uh, there he was, and I could see it was him because he was an all white cat, and you couldn't mistake. Oh, just him. walking down the street. <laughs> no, just, no, just bolting down <laughs> the the hill from the railroad tracks. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he came home. No, he, no, he, he just kept going. He just kept going. <laughs> right. yeah, I'm sure somebody else. Yeah. Start picking him up, start feeding him, and take yeah, care yeah. of him. Right. So. Well, I haven't had one for about tw- a dog for about twenty years, but uh, you know, kind of mid-pandemic, my wife started really getting into um, 
pictures of whippets. You know those dogs, whippets? They're like greyhounds. I've heard. They're like yeah. really skinny dogs, small ones. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, I've heard they they make a really nice home pet. Well, you know, there's if they all, can't race or run. Right. So that uh, you know, there's all these people on Instagram who have these whippets and they put like crazy clothes on them and glasses and, oh, and my okay. wife loved all those pictures and so for a, a bit there she was pondering like well maybe we can get one but the reality of the situation is if you have a dog you have to walk that dog every day yeah and you have to pick up its poop yeah you're supposed to yeah <laughs> so you gotta walk yeah, around with a little plastic, bag plastic bag yeah <laughs> and i was like i just can't imagine my i can't i won't do it there is no world that i can imagine myself doing that I won't do it. Plus, he's going to have hair all over the apartment. Hair all over. I wear black clothes. I can't have a, no. an animal shedding in my in my house. And I ha- mm. I had to be really really into aromatherapy with my cat. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I bet. <laughs> right. Lysol. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Because everything for breeze, everything you could get your hands on. Right. Because you got the smell of an animal in your house too. So there's a lot of downsides to the whole thing. I'm glad that they exist. I'm glad they're out there. I'm glad that people are enjoying their pets. Right. But I don't think it's for me. Mm. Now, here's my third favorite. Uh, sometimes this the answers surprise people. What's your favorite day of the week now? Friday. Most people would say Friday or Saturday. Yeah, Friday. Why is it Friday? Because the, the week is over. Yeah. But I still have to the work on Friday. Over. Yeah, well, yeah, but you, you got the whole weekend to look forward to. I yeah. love Saturdays. Saturdays. That's and just this past Saturday, I have to say, yeah. Quincy has really made its mark on the map. Really? We had a spring festival. Spring has sprung with some great dancers um, from um, Velocity Dance Studio. And uh, I'm, I'm an, an, adv- uh, an advocate for dancers. Okay. So uh, what happened at the festival? What, what were some of the activities that were going on? Uh, well, the mayor was there, of course, gre- okay. greeting and uh, mingling with everyone uh, in the community. And uh, there were uh, there were vendors. Um, there was a uh, a pizza vendor, um, Montilio's Bakery. Yeah, mm. they have pizza Crazy. and specialize in cannolis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you like pastries, <laughs> I love a good cannoli. And also, the beer and wine truck was there. I must <laughs> say, north, uh... <laughs> was nice. Yeah, you know, the amazing thing is it's my birthday tomorrow. What? Sorry. Wait a minute. Hold Whoa. on, everybody. Amazing Happy thing. So, hold on. Now, it's not polite to ask anybody their age. No, but 65. 65. Is, this is yeah. it. You're retired, finally. Yeah, I, I am. Now you're officially retired. You can get some rest. Yeah, well, now it's time to get to work. <laughs> yeah. Doing something else. How does uh, does it have any gravity to it? Sixty five, or does it just seem like another another number, or what is um, it? Yeah, some gravity. Yeah, uh. yeah. It's um, about. I want to do something else with my life. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a transition. Yeah, when I, I when I turn, you know, I'm fifty. Th- I'm gonna. My birthday's in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be fifty three, and I remember turning fifty as having a lot of gravity to it. Well, it had a lot of gravity to me, too, when I turned 50. Yeah. Because to me, I meant that I was an elder. For sure. That's it. In the Bible, you become an elder when you're 50 years old. I was a young person my entire life, and then all of a sudden, I wasn't. No, that's it. It's <laughs> yeah. over with. It's it just, brutal. <laughs> it's, it's over it with. It just the, has a the, funny way of sneaking up on it you. It really does. Yeah, life, life begins at 40. Yeah, but <laughs> are, at least in a way, if you think about it, it's beautiful to be <laughs> an elder. It's not... 
Uh, it's being young is only the young know how beautiful that is, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, um, it's just nice to be above ground, regardless of, of how old you mean are. Didn't anything when you were young because you were young and you were enjoying it. And I think maybe that's one of the nice things as you get older is that you realize, okay, you know, life's not forever. You gotta um, yeah. make good time with the time that you have. Yeah, make yeah. make things happen. Yeah. So this yeah. is it, sixty-five. That's a big one. Yeah, it's, uh, in this society it is. Yeah, I hope to do something with my life in the next five years or so. Yeah, we'll see what happens. You know what? I think some people like to turn those numbers around a bit. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, if you're 52, oh no, I think I'm I'm 25. <laughs> well, you, right. you you hope that the life expectancy keeps yeah. going up as you go along. <laughs> You know, well, as long as I stay away from the cigarettes, my life expectancy yeah. will go up. Take yeah. Care, yeah. yeah, take yeah. care of your health, yeah. and on the inside, you might feel yeah. a little bit younger. I yeah. feel a little bit better. You know, I even when I'm not, I'm smoking. It's only four or five a day. You know, at the most. So, yeah. So it's yeah. yeah, but I'm not smoking right now for four days, and I hope to go. You know, a long time. I had a. Um I had a, a Ryan and I had kind of uh, Ryan, of course, who works here. We've been on the show a couple times. Uh, we had kind of a soul searching um, conversation a few weeks ago about uh, health and fitness and that kind of stuff. And yeah, well, he is a right exactly guy. He works the gym. Some, yeah. So I started getting up and, and running every morning. I get up at six now and run every day, and it's really uh, made a lot of difference. Uh, if I could run, I would. I can't even run. I know you got the knees. Yeah, but. Uh, Mine haven't. Mine click and clack when I go upstairs, but they're still working. So yeah, well, mine will grind. I, sometimes <laughs> I can even my, trip going up the stairs. <laughs> my my left knee starts grinding if I try too hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, it, and it won't hurt too much, but it starts grinding, and that gets on. Yeah, yeah. But it's been it's been going, and it's 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 been really good. Uh, the the one thing um, I will say about you know doing some pretty uh, good active exercise every day is it does um, elevate your mood. There's no doubt yeah, about it. Yeah. I don't always want my mood elevated. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you want to be grumpy. Right. Getting up at, you know, 7 o'clock, 6, 6 or 7 o'clock, going to work, you know, getting in, being in a commute. It's so, hard to stay with a routine, especially, yeah. too. And I like to, when I wake up, I, I know I've got my my legs and my feet are on the ground and I'm standing up, so yeah. I've got to start stretching. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I do. Mm-hmm. But, Lynn, you're generally a positive person anyway, so um, your, your mood I is, try, is uh, usually... I try to be pretty yeah. up she seems a happy person she seems know? like a happy person and so yeah. so that's a good How do you do that? exactly that's a great segue <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna I listen to pharrell williams because i'm happy <laughs> yeah, okay. so we're gonna we're gonna figure out we're gonna we're gonna learn a little bit about lynn today and lynn has um helpfully uh she's she's made a a powerpoint presentation which of course you can't see everybody but you'll be able to to hear what it is involved Right. So uh, let's talk about it, Lynn. First of all, uh, what do you what do you what have you called this PowerPoint presentation of yours? Oh, uh, just a little bit of fast fun facts uh, about myself. Okay. Um, well, I I must tell you, it's called Lynn is the greatest vocalist. <laughs> That's what Ken, it's called. Ken knows I love I like to sing. I, in fact, uh, I I gotta say, first of all, though dance was my first real love yep. for for just just being a a part of a dance studio growing yep. up and uh tap dancing and ballet jazz and then I sort of incorporated some cartwheels and some dance gymnastics floor exercises oh, wow. um That's good. and um I guess uh that was really 
the the beginning of it all yeah and and i really didn't discover my vocal talent um so until did, about 16 did you so prior prior to that were you like you know taking ballet classes and that kind of mm -hmm. thing yeah mm -hmm. okay 13 and 14 i yeah. started wow all right um that reminds me when i was 10 years old yeah i asked my mother if i could take ballet and uh, my stepfather stepped in <laughs> and he said, said no. no. Yeah, you're a man. You play football, right? Well, that's what I did. I played football when we were young. It's uh, okay. Gender we roles were very well defined, and you yeah, couldn't overstep them. That's, that's true. Right. We but know like, Superman wears the tights, and, right? Exactly. And uh, and you can be the football yeah. player, Scott. Yeah, so, well, but let me ask you this: why, why Why did you think like, oh, I'll take I'll take some ballet? Because I liked uh, Baryshnikov. Okay, all right. Baryshnikov was very big nice. back then. Yeah, yeah, he was a very good. Uh, Ballet, and I, I thought that would be great to be tossing women up in the air. Yeah, women. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he had fun too. Well, well I was a gymnast at the time. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, I gave up gymnastics when I was 16 because yeah. I grew yeah. six oh. inches and I couldn't do it anymore. Right. I could do it, but not very well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to sling a six foot body instead of a five foot four body. Yeah, I'm sure. Too. So yeah. you shot yeah. up uh, in height and yeah. In one I year, was just too thin too. I was too thin. I yeah. just didn't have the muscle anymore, and I had to build it back up. I suppose you know, if I had, I built back up when I was you know like twenty eight, you know, and I I worked out and built up and everything, and then um, uh, I never got into gymnastics again. You know, I you gotta have the apparatus around. Sure, you know, of course. Pay for a gym and right. You know, and plenty, I, plenty of mats and. I you know, I good landing gear. Yeah, for sure. I was over at night school. Yeah, uh, over at the uh, Western Reserve Academy, yeah. and they they had uh, apparatus out. And yeah, I would practice all the time. Well, sixty-five might be a good time to start ballet or gymnastics again. No, sixty-five would be a time <laughs> to start a farm. Yeah, I right. still have Move to Israel know, and start a farm. I still yeah. have I still have this photo album. Uh, as I was growing up and learning all these different things, and I have one particular photograph in a costume where I was handstand. And oh, wow. And I learned how to walk on my hands. Oh, wow. Yeah, which well, a lot I can, of, I can do that. A lot of skillful was, but my, training. My, my legs flip, flap over, you know, how... You know, when mm -hmm. you do it, you know, yeah, yeah, right. Over or mm -hmm. you're not going to stay. I had two people helping me learn all of these different things. Yeah. And one person was on one side and another person on another side. And with right. a belt around my waist. Mm -hmm. yeah. And they would actually help me to, uh, in the process, up and over and making well, sure the landings were good and stick, sticking. Before, you know, I was wrestling too before, you know, I was 16. And. You do handstands and you do push-ups from handstands. Yeah, you know, and you put your feet up against the wall. You know, you that's all you, way you, too advanced for me. But <laughs> well, that's how you know it was back then. You yeah. know, getting in shape and everything. Right. You know? So uh, let's go back to Lynn's journey. So there you were at sixteen. Mm -hmm. You decided I'm going to start singing. Did you know that you could sing? Were you like singing in the shower and stuff well, like that? Well, in high school, I did choral. Yeah. Cor you know, oh, you did. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, a lot of uh, chorus. Uh, and then by senior year, um, I was the only soprano picked to go to uh, to participate in this New England Conservatory. Oh wow! Concert. Okay. And it was like a really good time. Yeah. And um, my church organist had asked me to sing for a birthday party. Yeah. And um, the woman was, I think, 80 
or something or what mm. it and she just wanted someone to sing and i just put no, put myself a, there and this is <laughs> good 80 is it was a 65 yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that was your first professional gig was the right. i'd say uh yeah the first professional gig was a funeral oh that okay. someone wanted me to sing you'll never walk alone wow that was sort of mm. what i got i actually did get yeah. comp- compensation which was great mm. Yeah. Did that is a nice song. You'll never walk alone. It did, is. It's did a you, beautiful song. Did you know the? Yeah. Did you I, know the people? Yeah. I did know the people. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, where did you go from there? What happened next? Um, basically, uh, I sort of uh, uh, got got a little bit uh, sidetracked. Uh, uh, mid mid twenties. Yeah. Uh, you know, as we all do. Sure. Yeah. You know, Going, yeah. <laughs> going into different relationships. Right. right. Um, but I just uh, I just still kept on dancing and singing um, and uh, more. I, I just definitely uh, thought, well, maybe I should branch out and do some karaoke. <laughs> and that's what I, I did to get uh, notor- notor- to noticed. To tell the truth, you know, <laughs> karaoke seems under you a little bit. Like, you're, you've got such a beautiful voice. I've heard you sing. I've just had some wonderful teachers and mentors that helped me uh, work on stage presence and and just right. Well, just go with the flow, <laughs> as they say. I've heard you sing to you know songs, and it's not really you know it is in a way karaoke, but there's nobody guiding you, and mm-hmm. you know you just have the sound of the music behind you, and boy, you hit it just really nice. How uh, thank you. How long have you been um, here at Center Club? I've been uh, here about 12 years. Okay, wow. All right. About the same as me. Really? So you, yeah. hey, so you guys have known each other for, for that long? Um, known of each other. Yeah. Maybe, Maybe no, 10. Yeah. yeah, 10 like years. Yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah. I was at the day treatment program 12 years ago. I was upstairs in the fifth floor. So um, w- the the acting group wasn't around 10 years ago, though, right? No, no, I don't think so. So you had no avenue for singing back then, or or was there something else going there on? There was another avenue for singing at uh, another um, uh, DMH. Uh, it was called the Ruby Rogers Center. Oh, okay, and all right, yeah. She w- and that that was the place where I uh, actually did more singing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you've been keeping your chops up that entire time. <laughs> yeah. 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 For yeah. the most part. Yeah. Yeah. If, I just wanted to, I just wanted to mention about uh the the uh, 60th anniversary party was just so so wonderful. The 60th anniversary of what? The Center Club. Of oh, Center, Center Club. Club. Mhm. Wait a minute. Yeah. 1959. Yeah. Uh, it, the Center Club was established. Yeah. And of course that was the year of the Barbie doll and Yeah. And also uh, my birthday. So yeah. it was 2019 <laughs> you're talking about was the 60th anniversary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right before the COVID. Yeah. That probably wiped out all was, our good feelings. It was, so, it was so wonderful that we were mm-hmm. able to just squeeze that entertainment and have mm-hmm. a lot of fun. So uh, so you, you sang, obviously, for that celebration. A group of us did. Okay. Um, along with uh, Alan directing and yep. um, we had Heather. Uh, as the sound woman and, you know, all the techniques around the sound system and the music, and it was great. Was that the one she had the sound system from the Catholic uh, Church? I think so, yeah. yeah. That's uh, that's amazing. 60 years is a really long time to run, you know, a nonprofit institution like this. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Alan's workshop, uh, we had prepared, you know, songs and dance routines. And yep. 
and we just kind of just brought it all together and uh, we had a great reception. <laughs> do you like um, better, you better, much better than a wedding reception? <laughs> <laughs> and, but anniversaries are important, and I think for the Center Club, it was just one of the best times. Oh yeah, I bet for uh, everybody. That was right before I got here. Um, you do choral stuff, obviously, but what do you like better? Do you like being part of a chorus, or do you like to be a solo singer? I like both. Yeah, I think the interaction. With listening to harmony parts is great, and um, sure, when when uh, an event presents itself, yeah, I'd, I'll I'll be there. Right. Uh, now, I think it's amazing when you see it, oh, 100 singers or nine, whatever, a lot of singers singing choral, and um, all the harmonies they do and everything, and the beautiful songs they can sing. Yeah, yeah. Now, one of the things that I noticed uh, watching you prepare and sing you in some of the shows is. Uh, you have you don't seem to have much fear of performing in front of people, I or at least if you do, then you don't show it. I guess it's something that comes natural to some. Okay. Yeah. People. It does mm-hmm. to some people. Mm-hmm. Some people just won't do it. It might even be something that people have wanted to do their whole entire lives, but they are held back by the fear of performing in front of people. So uh, mm-hmm. since you don't, since that isn't an issue of yours, it's like, well, how did well, that? How did that come to be? Sometimes I, I remember uh, there at uh, various times having uh, dreams where I you know I I wasn't gonna <laughs> I wasn't actually uh, gonna I thought I wasn't gonna make it there on yeah, time or yeah, I thought yeah. I thought I was gonna miss my chance at performing so it can be uh, somewhat tricky. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I remember when I was young. Yeah, and um, I was had some drama classes and stuff like that. Yeah. And I remember having to read a poem, and I hadn't practiced it or anything else, and I was nervous and shaky, and I couldn't do it. Yeah. And just tried, and I I couldn't come off with it. But then when I was prepared for later on in the next next class with the same teacher, a different English class, which was the drama class, and I was prepared for what we were supposed to do. Yeah. I didn't have any stage fright. You know, it's being prepared. Being prepared. Makes a big difference. Do you think that has something to do with it, Lynn? Being prepared. Yeah. 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 I am. Um, Although sometimes you have to wing it, because <laughs> I've had a situation where I've started to sing a song and I had to completely just—I ch- sort of just changed the words without even realizing. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> there is a. So there's some yeah. imp- improvising has yeah. Go, yeah. going on. Right. <laughs> there's definitely a lot for, especially for your bigger shows. There's a lot of memorizing that goes on. Which well, that would be, you know, improvising would be professional. You know, yeah. somebody's professional and been doing it for years. And, yeah. and when they're a problem with the preparedness, they just go on with it. Yeah. Well, this was this poem, first time, you know. Right. Just learning. Yeah, yeah. And I got over my stage fright, you know. So yeah, yeah. I think being prepared makes a difference. Yeah. So. Um, and there's one thing. If you're a dancer, yeah. you, can, you can't stop. Right. Unless the music stops. Yeah. But you just exactly. have to keep on going. Even if right. you, you know, you think you made a mistake, no one even, no one yeah. even sees it. Well, I don't know. I saw some uh, mistakes from Kirstie Alley when she was on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she was, yeah, she was over, <laughs> overweight and he couldn't hang on to now her too well. And it was now. something else. Oh, well, oh, God. What, is, what is interesting, too, is that, you know, you're you're totally right in that. A lot of the times you make you make a mistake, but anything you do in a performance 
people in their heads are thinking, well, you, they, they're doing all this on purpose. So mm-hmm. no one even knows it's a right. mistake. And maybe it right. was part of the act. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so you were mentioning uh, before uh, the show, I mean, the reason that you have the PowerPoint in the first place is because you've been taking this um, computer class, right? Yes. With uh, uh, Devanda. With and, Devanda, yeah. And Gabriel. And what's that, what's that been like? How, like, how much did you know about computers before you started? Um, let's see. Well, not a whole lot. Yeah. Um, I did take some computer classes at, um, uh, the Boston Recovery Center. Okay. And, um, I, I kind of just, uh, learned a little bit about setting up, uh, format letters and resumes and things. So I still have a long way to go. Yeah. But at this point, you <laughs> know how computer. to... Right. You're learning to do Train, graphics training. And, yeah. and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So what else is happening on that PowerPoint? What else do we need to know? Uh, well, let's see. Uh, I like to sing pop rock, uh, soft rock, gospel hymns, love ballads. And uh, I sort of have, have a wide genre of... Um, I like all kinds of music what do you uh, like to listen to at home um well if i need to get housework done it's got to be something up you know, <laughs> a donna summer okay yeah <laughs> uh, and uh if i'm relaxing um i don't know it's sort of a i don't know billy joel barbara streisand yeah okay what about madonna you like madonna sure yeah and the sure. groove yeah sure that's one of my favorites to get, uh yeah get moving during the day we know that uh, Scott is a big classic rock fan. Yeah, I do. I like um, like Led Zeppelin and Neil Young and Neil Young, all that kind of stuff. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. A different, a little bit different, but some of it. But it's uh, really good. The James Taylor, you know, before that, Bread, the Beatles. I was yeah. a big Beatles fan. Big Beatles. Fan. I'm, I'm a big uh, metal fan, but I'm really on my own around here. I yeah. don't. Th- I don't think anybody else. Well, I like at the club um, doesn't the metal. I listen to some um, heavy metal, but you know Metallica and uh, Pearl Jam, uh, which is grunge. Yep. And um, Stone Temple Pilots. I was into that for a while, and I got tired of that, and I switched, you know, my radio station at home and was listening to light rock. So, so Lynn, what do you think has been your um, m- most exciting performance so far? Uh, I'd have to say. Uh uh, autumn season 2014 okay. 2015 with uh, Greater Boston's Association for Cabaret Artists Wow That's wait, that's a lot to chew on So <laughs> g- Explain yeah. what that is first the um, Yeah well it's a group of people That they've done fundraisers For um, people who were left out of their homes Due to a fire Okay um, And uh, it's sort of a benefit to help people with disabilities of various kinds and um and you're a member or you were a member yes yeah 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 um before that just briefly community theater played a part uh, in my life and uh it turned out the music piano player turned out to be the same woman i had met years ago and she plays the piano for the greater boston oh wow okay cabaret artist okay yeah so what did you do? What was your... Wh- Mainly just uh, 
tap dancing okay. with a group of people. Mm. Uh, I did have a solo. Oh, nice. Um, like Liza Minnelli, Cabaret, Chum, and all that stuff, and that kind of dancing. Well, we stuff. did singing in the rain, <laughs> and <laughs> we had our parasols and little raincoats. Okay. <laughs> Love it. Mm. Oh, that sounds fun. And so you mentioned that uh, prior to that, you, you did some community theater. Mm-hmm. What, what kind of roles were did you, did you play? I did one uh, one show called um, Meet Me in St. Louis. Yep. And I was on the trolley car along with everybody else singing. Um, and uh, I, we all we know that's Judy Garland's. Is that the song that's like oh, one of her? Bang yeah. bang bang goes the trolley. Is that yes? Ding, okay. Ding, oh ding 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 goes the. Oh yeah. Okay. Wow. Zing, zing, zing went my heartstrings from the moment I saw him, I fell. (laughs) Wow, hey. Okay, all right, that's that's me just had to break into a song. That might be one of the only uh, Broadway songs that I'm even aware of, so (laughs) I'm I'm glad that it was something that I knew. It was nice to be a part of, like, all of these, you know, great women and men acting. Oh, yeah, I bet. You know, all dressed in the yellow gowns and ready to go to an easter parade <laughs> yeah yeah and i bet it's fun to be you know backstage and getting ready to go out on on the stage and all that kind of stuff must be awesome yeah. you ever see yourself doing any more of that i uh, if i guess i if i just sort of ap- apply myself and try to figure out you know where they meet i know the group was in medford yeah and since i've moved a couple of times uh you know it's it's really about location and if you're you know pretty well you know familiar with the area and yep. know how to get around i guess i could make it to more rehearsals sure. yeah yeah, yeah. Car would be helpful mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah well you know it's also um you know i have to go on auditions sometimes you know yeah. so um mm-hmm. not everybody loves to to audition because then you're you have the risk of rejection Right. Yeah, I, I guess I kind of got lucky because with with the cabaret artists, they kind of already knew me. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> you were the already piano f- player. I know her. Yeah. yeah she yeah. was in St. Anthony's uh, variety show back in 1995, <laughs> 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 and here it is, gee, almost 10 years later. Oh wow! So you guys went way back. Yeah. It's awesome that uh, that she remembered you. All right. Well, Lynn, this has been fun. Is there anything else on the on the PowerPoint that you would like to address nope. before we start wrapping up? Unless you would would like me to sing another song, we don't. We, well, maybe we'll maybe we'll get we'll get back to a little bit. Because it says I'm yep. still singing. And thank you for listening. Wow, well, you know I I was surprised you didn't break out into Happy Birthday song. That's true. Oh, I mean, we have to do that before the before, before we sh- go. Before we go, we will. Okay. We'll say I I will stay quiet so it sounds good, but we right, will. Okay. Now before we go, customarily. Right, I do. Uh, well, there's a couple movies I've seen. Okay. I like to do, talk a little bit about both. Okay. Coda, which Coda. Was, won the Academy Award for Best Picture, which really about a family, hmm. a family that uh, didn't, you know, didn't hear. They were deaf. Yep. And the one daughter could hear and talk and everything else, and it was about her story. And and uh, and, uh, and this was filmed in Gloucester. Yes, yes, it was. Which is a nice town. Yeah, she was. She ended up coming down to. Uh, Boston to go to the uh, Berkeley School. You know, she... Uh, the character. The character, right. Yeah. She uh, tried out for, um, you know, uh, audition yeah. to go to Berkeley School. And it all leads up to that. And I don't want to tell you any more about it, except that it was very well done. And uh, 
That's an amazing movie. Do you feel like it deserved to get an Oscar? Yes. Okay. And then uh, would you I recommend saw, it to Lynn because she's thinking about seeing it? I want to know where it's still playing, or, um, uh, unless I have Coolest to search Corner, the internet. It might be in Coolidge Corner. Okay. By the way, I want to say this before you continue about the Coolidge Corner. Right. I went there this weekend to see The Northman. Yeah. Which, by the way, great movie. Oh, geez, do we have a great movie. Opinion. <laughs> oh, really? Have you seen? <laughs> I saw The Northman this weekend. Is that what you were going to talk about next? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, let's hear all about no, let's, this. Let's, <laughs> but, you, but what I, maybe you should do But what I, want, but what I want to say about it is uh, my wife and I went to a showing in the afternoon, and uh, and they showed it in the screening room. Which right. is, have you so, been, been yeah, to the screening room? Yes. 45 uh, seats. It's really tiny. Yeah, I know. And the screen is as big as my TV at home. <laughs> right. And I was like, I paid $36 for two tickets. Right, and to I, have a special screening room. In this tiny screening room. <laughs> and that film, to me, is the kind of film that you see on a, on a big screen. Uh, I just thought it was barbaric and just too much of a realism of the times. And yeah. The, and the uh, way people were, there was not very much sophistication in that movie. I, I but I, those are all the things that I liked about it. Mm. I, I, it's great because it really do feel like it's so immersive. You really feel like you're back in the in, fight, in the in eight ninety five A D. That growling and stuff is a little much. The soundtrack know? was fantastic. I loved it. So we're on opposite sides. We're it's a yeah. real Siskel and Ebert moment here. Yeah. <laughs> Because I thought Ebert. it was fantastic. <laughs> I'm just <so> <laughs> in this case. <laughs> but it was it was incredibly it was incredibly violent and and no kind of, it wasn't too bad about the violence there was some but but um, I will I will tell you this I realize watching that I am glad that I am on in this timeline because I would not last five minutes in mm. 895 A.D. because right. you know just picture it you're just a peaceful villager. Doing your what? thing, tending to your crops, whatever, mm. and then Vikings show up with axes and kill everybody. Right. Nothing you can do about it. Right, I know. It's too much. Anyway, uh, I love the movie. Okay, and well, I, I'm going to give it like a ninety percent. I'm going to give it sixty-five. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it a five star. How's that? <laughs> no, it was just um, maybe the, the mood I was in. Yeah, wasn't right for that day because I don't know. I, I was wasn't with Michelle. Yeah, I was with uh, Rose and uh, Mike. Okay. Oh, they they saw it too. What did they think? They loved it. Oh, they loved it. Yeah. So you were. I'm the, one, the odd man out. The other thing too is that it's uh, two hours and twenty minutes long, which is yeah. too long. It is too long. Nothing and should be two hours and twenty minutes oh, long. Oh no! Even right. In, no, I, I mean I agree with you, Ken. I mean well, the Titanic Batman, was a little bit longer than that. Batman right? was two fifty eight. <laughs> Any story can be told in 90 minutes. Well, Batman was two hours and 58 minutes, oh. and it did not seem long. Oh, my God. Because it was so well made. I started watching that when I'm running in the morning, and I, I, I couldn't get... I watched the first hour, and then I, and then I was that out. Was it. it was too dark. The whole movie is right, too dark. It is dark. I know. I said not, that about not it. Not thematically, just literally it's too dark. dark, I know. You can't see anything. Because <laughs> everything's at night. Right. Everything's shot at night. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. ridiculous. But it was a very good story, and uh, following the story was... Maybe it gets better after the first hour. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. The story was, well, the, the kiss between Batman and, and uh, Catwoman was yeah. you know, very romantic. And haven't, very, haven't gotten that far yet. Yeah, well, you know, that's all it was. It was a romantic kiss, and it didn't go any further. You know, yeah. that, it was very nice. 
So uh, there you go. So everybody knows that uh, Coder is an Oscar winner. And, oh, it's a definite winner. And they and everybody loved it. So you know, after seeing Coda and then seeing Northman, maybe that's what the problem is. I see such a good movie, such uh, the Northman was uh, just a a disappointment. All right. And it could have been, you know, that normally I would have liked the Norseman much more. Okay. If I hadn't seen Coda right before it. All right. Well, you so you said sixty five percent for the Northman. Give it eighty five. Oh, really? Yeah, That's very generous for a guy that didn't even like the movie. Well, I didn't like the growling. Okay, the growling. You know, so it's interesting because, um, so Lynn, what we like to do when he when Scott reviews a movie mm-hmm. is that we go check on Rotten Tomatoes, the website, mm-hmm. yeah, which is an aggregate of everybody's um, reviews, and they have two different sets of reviews. One is the critics, and then one is the audience rating. Right. So, oh. so the critic rating is what's the critic rating for you? 85. 85 is 89%. Oh, wow. And the audience rating for you is, you said 65. Right. 66. Wow. Almost perfect. Yeah, almost. Well, the last movie I went to see was, the, the you know, the remake of West Side Story. And oh, did you I, like it? I have to say the first one, the original one, was actually, I thought, better. Yeah. More, uh, just, well, you just, just lo- better. Love the Jets <laughs> um, in the original, you know, mm-hmm. the, the yeah. dance on the poles and Flipping around and mm-hmm. doing the dance. When you're a jet, yeah. you're a jet all the way. Yeah. I remember that song. Yeah. All right. Uh, now, as promised, Scott. Yeah. Next week's your birthday. No, tomorrow's my birthday. I mean, tomorrow's your birthday. Yeah. And what are you going to do? How are you going to celebrate? I have some friends coming over for a spaghetti dinner. Oh, hooray. Yes, hooray. But are you making yes. the spaghetti? Yeah. So you got to do work on your birthday. Yeah, no problem. All right. Because I make the best spaghetti in, right, in good. Boston. Good. Well. All right, as as <laughs> you're the best vocalist, I'm the best. <laughs> <maker>. <laughs> one, just one. I'm only one of the maybe best. <laughs> well, <laughs> as as promised, Lynn has agreed to sing you the birthday song. So, yeah. Lynn, please take it away. Okay, happy happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you, Scott. Hope all your wishes <laughs> come true. Hooray! <laughs> all right. Thank you. We've got to put a spin on these songs every now and then. Sure. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Lynn. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Thank you, you Coquin, who is t- uh, sitting in with us. Thank you. And we will and we'll see you next week as a 65-year-old Yeah. on Day Clubbing. Bye, everybody. Bye.